In place of our regular Doctor in the House episode, I have Riz's short talk at our latest walk with a doc. As many of you know, we promote breast cancer awareness during October. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast, and I'm your host, Maya Acosta. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase our longevity in a good way. Let's get started. Friends, Dr. Riz and I are in Denver, Colorado, attending the Lifestyle Medicine Conference. We embarked on this journey just as a snowstorm approached the city, but luckily our travel plans went smoothly, allowing us to arrive early and prepare for a fantastic weekend. Our journey began on a snowy Saturday when we arrived in Denver. We had the opportunity to rest, savor a delicious Indian meal, and even do some light grocery shopping to make our stay as comfortable as possible. But the real magic started on Sunday when we attended the first day of the Lifestyle Medicine Conference hosted at the breathtaking Gaylord Rockies Resort and Convention Center. Let me tell you, this place is an absolute gem. You can check out our Instagram accounts for more videos and photos of the conference. And my account is at Healthy Lifestyle Solutions. And Dr. Rizis is dr underscore r-i-z underscore b-u-k-h-a-r-i. But here's the highlight of our day. We had the pleasure of running into the one and only Dr. Michael Greger, who was unmistakable in his broccoli print sweater. I also had the privilege of attending a member interest group leaders meeting where I met fellow leaders who share our passion for lifestyle medicine. The sense of community and shared purpose here is truly inspiring. One of the most memorable moments was when we had the opportunity to witness an engaging interview conducted by Dr. Mega Greger. She sat down with Dr. Dean Ornish, often called the father of lifestyle medicine. The conversation was enlightening and shed light on Dr. Ornish's groundbreaking work in his field. I can't wait to share more about that. As the day unfolded, we continued to connect with like-minded friends and colleagues, and in the evening, we had a wonderful time with friends from various cities in Texas. In place of our regular Doctor in the House episode, I have Riz's short talk at our latest walk with a doc. As many of you know, we promote breast cancer awareness during October. I've had two excellent interviews with cancer thrivers that I highly recommend you listen to, and I will add the links in the show notes. In this episode, we dive into the Let's Beat Breast Cancer campaign by the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, also known as PCRM. Dr. Riz will speak about the four-pronged approach that includes choosing plant-based foods, regular exercise, limiting alcohol, and maintaining a healthy weight to reduce breast cancer risk and enhance overall well-being. Let's listen in as he speaks to our walkers about how they can reduce their risk for breast cancer. I hope you enjoy this episode, and we'll see you next Monday. How many women in the United States get breast cancer? One in eight women in their lifetime, according at current standards and rates, will get breast cancer. So that means that it's a very significant issue for the women here. It's a very significant issue for the men here, okay? Your, your spouses, your girlfriends, your mothers, your daughters, uh, your friends, if you're a man, are gonna be, you're going to know someone who's affected by breast cancer. 
Many times, not just once in your lifetime, because it's, it's, it's more common than that. Many times in your lifetime, you're going to know people who have breast cancer. Uh, now, it's great that we're advancing in the treatment of cancer in the United States. Uh, we're as good as we've ever been, and, uh, and death from cancer is low, and we're doing great at that. But, and and we're, great, we're, good at, we're getting better at detecting breast cancer. Okay? But I really think that what I love about what the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine is advocating is that there are ways to prevent it. And certainly, you want to do everything you can to prevent breast cancer, uh, but then also be aware of how to detect it. So, uh, and I'm going to say a couple of things just first about detection, which is uh, the two main things for detection of breast cancer are self-exams, which uh, every woman should be doing, uh, and then also routine mammograms uh, at a certain age or if you're of a certain risk, uh, if you have a certain risk factor. All right, so I want to get into uh, how to reduce your risk for breast cancer. It's uh, basically a, a healthful diet and a healthy lifestyle, um, and with particular attention to four uh, uh, things that can uh, that are important in reducing your risk of breast cancer. Uh, the number one thing, of course, uh, as as we often talk about, is a is a healthy diet, uh, a, a healthy, nutritious diet, and uh, and this this is a plant strong or a plant based diet that focuses on vegetables, fruits, healthy grains, and uh, legumes. It also uh, promotes less processed foods, less meat, less cholesterol, less saturated fat, okay? And the idea behind that is that uh, uh, plant foods are full of uh, antioxidants and phytonutrients, and a plant-based diet promotes a more healthy weight, uh, which we'll see, and I'll talk about weight next, but a healthy weight is important in preventing, in preventing breast cancer. Particular things about a, a plant-based diet. Who knows what cruciferous vegetables are, okay? Cruciferous vegetables um, are particularly important as cancer-fighting foods, okay? Now, it's interesting to me, cruciferous, I always had a hard time pinpointing what a cruciferous vegetable was because they're like, there's white ones, there's green ones, there's uh, leafy vegetables, there's solid vegetables. Um, so all a cruciferous vegetable has to do is what the shape of the leaf it comes from. It ha I guess it's a, uh, a leaf with a cross in it. What are some cruciferous vegetables? Cauliflower. Yeah, that's broccoli. Kohlrabi. Um, Brussels sprouts. Kale. Arugula. Okay. So, uh, cabbage. Okay. And so there's, it's kind of a weird mix of vegetables that are, are cruciferous. But so if you want to get more cruciferous vegetables in your diet, You've got a, a great variety of opportunity there. Um, uh, and so then the other thing that I, um, are alliums. Who knows what alliums are? Onions and garlic, pretty much. So alliums are very important in cancer fighting as well. So onions, garlic, uh, um, leeks, oh, scallions, okay, which are, I always call them onions. So those, those vegetables are extremely important in fighting um, uh, cancer. And then soy. We've had this talk. Most of you probably were here for my soy talk, but soy is extremely important in a nutshell. Uh, women who eat more soy are less likely to get breast cancer, and women who have had breast cancer reduce their recurrence of breast cancer if they eat more soy, and then those who get recurrent cancer actually live longer if they eat more soy. And the, and the reason has to do with the isoflavones in it. That's the that's the, the term to not use the term phytoestrogen, okay? But iso, uh, the phytoestrogens are isoflavones. Those are uh, phytonutrients in, in uh, soy. 
I wish, I wish the phytoestrogen had been called anti-estrogens instead, because then everybody wouldn't be afraid of it. But, uh, but anyway, it's the phytoestrogens in soy that help uh, uh, fight breast cancer. Healthy weight management is extremely important uh, in prevention of breast cancer. Um, and it's because excess body weight uh, actually makes people carry and produce more estrogen and estrogen promotes breast cancers. And then of course, uh, being overweight promotes other uh, health issues uh, such as hypertension, diabetes, uh, and heart disease, as well as other types of cancers. So then uh, exercising regularly. So that was, number one is a plant-based diet. Number two is weight management. Number three, exercise regularly. So people who exercise regularly, have been, it's been shown that they have less risk of, of cancer in general. And the thought, process behind um, why exercise reduces breast cancer is because, number one, it helps you maintain a healthy weight. And as I just said, a healthy weight uh, reduces your risk of breast cancer. And number two, exercise uh, has been shown uh, scientifically to, uh, to bolster and, uh, and improve your immune system, which can then help fight cancers in general. Um, and then lastly, uh, limit alcohol use. Uh, limit, and, and honestly, uh, the right answer is to actually eliminate alcohol use. And we, we only say limit. And why did I say limit? Just because I'm stuck in the same thing that our society wants us to say is that it's okay to have a little bit of alcohol because everybody wants it. But the real answer is, is to eliminate alcohol use. Alcohol is a toxin in our bodies. Uh, and it does no good. It's known, it's definitely known to produce multiple types of cancers. And it's certainly associated with an increased risk of breast cancer. So by limiting or eliminating, preferably, uh, alcohol use in your life, you will reduce your risk of breast cancer. So that's the four concepts of a healthful lifestyle that you can incorporate to markedly reduce your risk of breast cancer. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this content, please share with one friend who can benefit. You can also leave us a five-star review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash HLS. This helps us to spread our message. As always, thank you for being a listener.